Okay, my name is Kina Henley. I'm 41. I'm from Romulus. Kina grew up in Romulus with her brother and sister, but when they grew older, her siblings ventured away from home. My sister um, moved to Canton. She loves it out there. My brother is staying in Inkster. And their mom lives in Southgate. She says they come from across Michigan to convene for Thanksgiving every year. Usually we do like a potluck. We we talk weeks before and decide who's going to bring what. And we usually get together at my brother's house, typically because he has the most space and he has most kids. So it's easier to keep all the kids in one spot and not move them around. It's always been myself and my siblings and my mom and her husband, my sister's husband, my brother's wife and all our kids. So it's always been us as we got gotten older. When we were younger, um, it was the entire family. We do the lip sync challenge, play all kind of board games with the kids, Pictionary, just any and everything we decide to do that day. It was the holiday season. And as Kina articulated, there isn't a more appropriate season to spend time with family. But by November 2020, health and state officials suggested otherwise. Michigan was in the midst of a second wave with the highest coronavirus cases reported at the time. The state health department issued a shutdown restricting businesses for the second time since March and government officials advised against gathering for Thanksgiving. Kina, a security supervisor, doesn't work from home. And she told We Lived It Producers what it was like for her to celebrate Thanksgiving away from loved ones. We Lived It is a special project produced by the Detroit Free Press in partnership with the Michigan History Center. The goal is to document the stories of the pandemic for future generations, but also to bring us together while we live it. But back to Kina and her mother's not-so-decadent entree. She always had the dry turkey. We always didn't want turkey till we got older and figured out we could buy it <laughs> from the Honey Baked Ham store. My mom taught me how to make dressing when I was younger, and that's my favorite dish. Macaroni and cheese, always. My mom does a, a spaghetti salad that we all love. I couldn't cook before, all I could make was the dressing, so that's all they let me make. And my sister, she can cook everything, so whatever no one else picks, she just goes ahead and grabs. I hate it, but my family, they all love the cranberry sauce. I mean, I think I, I ate it as a kid only because we were made to, you know, you can't get up from the table to finish all your food type thing. But now that I'm a dog, no cranberry sauce for me. <laughs> it's been kind of different because I come in contact with so many people in a day. So I have to tell people, remind people to pull up their mask and do all these things, um, wash their hands, and I've seen how things can be. So I'm I'm kind of at risk. So I can't really risk infecting my family. And what if they don't survive? And then it's on my conscience. While a couple weeks before Thanksgiving, we had discussed what we're going to do. It's kind of, we didn't even discuss it. It was like, we're so worried about, we're in the moment right now, because we, we don't know what's going to happen. So we discussed to stand separate this year. I haven't really been around them since this whole pandemic started. It's been here and there a little bit, and we absolutely can't be around my mom um, because she has lupus. So that's really hard. She did stop by. Um, we're outside, and she handed me uh, some truffles, but that was it. And that was for, like, not even a minute. I think the worst part of it is, is that that human contact. I think that's what we missed the most about Thanksgiving this year is just the hugs and just the laughter. Me and my family, we laugh the whole time we're together. 
to a point where my cheeks hurt, you know, um, but we can't do any of that. Like just nothing. And I, I miss hugging my mom, my sister, my brother, you know, even my own kid, you know, I can't even hug him because he's a little lax on the rules sometimes. And so I can't even hug him because at that point he's a danger to me. So it's, um, it's hard this year. Very, you know, it's, it's depressing, especially at the holiday time. We look forward to it all year because our lives go so many different ways. And sometimes we can't get together like we want to. And we look forward to this time. So it is depressing. All I do is go to work and come home. And, you know, I look forward to seeing my family on Thanksgiving. But then I still had to think, is me feeling that comfort worth more than my family's lives? And I had to put their health, you know, at the forefront and said, you know, their health is more important. You know, if we don't, if we don't stay home now, our family might not be there for next Thanksgiving when we can be with them. Her family scheduled a virtual call on Thanksgiving, but the world's day-to-day threats derailed those plans. On that day, Kina and her son received some bad news. Um, my son's friend was killed on Thanksgiving. She says he was wrongfully targeted and fatally shot. So it didn't go as planned. We didn't really talk and catch up and just do anything. It was a quick conversation because I was mostly talking to my son. So I think I got a text from my brother. You know, we didn't even really talk because I was dealing with that and comforting my son. So we we didn't get together. We didn't talk like we thought we were. And then I think the mood was so low at that point. It's just, I think Thanksgiving was just a, a blur, really. It was pretty sad. Despite all that, Kina still prepared a meal for her son. So I did make a meal, um, and I had had already given him the the meal, and then he has a, a dog, a Yorkie, um, called my grand dog. So I had my grand dog that day. I made him every side imaginable. My sister didn't cook so much. Um, I think she had leftovers. She didn't really cook. Brother did a whole meal because he has a big family. So he still cooked that day. She even made a plate for her grandmother. Of course, I didn't go inside the house. I just handed it to her because my grandmother is older and she's not cooking as much. And so I wanted to make sure she had a Thanksgiving meal. I was more thankful this year for my health. You know, with this pandemic, you know, that's pretty much all you think about. You think about, am I going to get sick? If I get sick, am I going to make it through it? You know? So this year, it was more being thankful for my health and still being here. Although I am thankful for my family. I think this year, it changes changed everything. All I could really think about is I'm thankful for still being here. I feel like it always has to be some positivity in everything you do and everything you go through. I just believe that that keeps you stronger, that, you know, that helps other people. Um, Because whatever I'm going through and whatever I'm feeling, somebody's feeling it 10 times worse. I know somebody's always worse off than I am or possibly feeling worse than I am. And at the end of the day, we're okay right now and I'm healthy. So it's really nothing to frown about. It could be way worse. So I smile because I'm still blessed.
We Lived It is reported and produced by Darcy Moran, Tad Davis, and me, Carrie Jr. II. Project materials are supplied by the Michigan History Center, with special thanks to Mark Harvey. Our executive producers are Marianne Struman and Anjanette Delgado, and our editor is Peter Batia. Everybody has their own story to share about the COVID-19 pandemic. Submit yours by leaving a three-minute telling at 313-288-0370. That's 313-288-0370. And check out Freep.com to learn more. Thank you.